Uh, seven minutes past eight, time to dive into the Sydney form. Ron Duffercy, welcome back. We'll dive into these two-year-olds. Sure, you've a, have you had a bet in the two-year-old already or you just want to wait and see what they look like in the other? Well, you saw them at the trials anyway, I suppose. Yeah, I saw them at the trials. Um, yeah, I'm not as uh, enamoured with uh, the two-year-olds as much this year early as I have been in previous years, but that could change after the race where we could see something step right up to the mark. Okay, now he's been doing the form since the acceptances came out on, on Wednesday and probably through the noms for a start. Brad Gray, good morning to you, Brad. Yes, you're right, Hainsey. Uh, hello to you and hello to Duff Munns and, and all the listeners out there. How good is it? Epsom Day, Metrop Day, Fight Stakes, take your pick. We've got the two-year-olds to look at. If you said at the start of the week we'll be playing on a heavy eight, I probably would have taken that because the forecasts look pretty grim. So I think that's a, a deck that is a bonus, if anything. Uh, it sounds unlikely that we're going to get an upgrade, but every runner should get their chance. And scratching-wise, I think we've come through relatively well. So bring it on. Punders like betting on good horses and uh, the best markets around, the best value. Download the Tab app, tab app if you haven't done it already. Glenn Munsey. Hello, Munz. Yes, good morning, Richard. Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning, Brad. And good morning to the listeners. And, Ronnie, if you haven't had a bet in the two-year-old, you're mad if you don't, because you know what? Oh, I tab will be. got this promotion on again I'll be today. having a $50 bet. <laughs> yes, well, why wouldn't you be? You're only human. Uh, yes, Tab have that promotion, the best uh, promotion I've ever seen uh, them put on last Saturday, and it's occurring again today. It's the first two races at Randwick, it's the first two races at Flemington, and the first two races at Eagle Farm. Um, three of those six races are two-year-old events, uh, one each at Randwick, Flemington, and Eagle Farm. And if your horse does not win, and you've placed a fifty well, a, a bet, a fixed odds bet via your Tab account on either uh, the Tab app or the web page there, and your horse doesn't win one of those six races, you'll qualify for a bonus bet of up to $50. So there is your first six free kicks of the game. Let's hope we don't get as many in the grand final tomorrow. Let's get stuck in. Let's go so if to I have the... Just, just Sorry, so if I have Duff. my bet now, am I covered, Glenn, or I'd have to <laughs> yes. wait to get into venue mode or whatever No, 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 you're covered I can now. have it now. Okay. now. You can have it now. Yes, I know you like your venue mode, Ronnie, because you look for those extra uh, offers that are available to those customers that uh, are in venue. And, of course, being on track at Randwick today classifies as being in venue. Beauty. Oh, I just don't know how we keep going, giving it all away. Tender midday, the Arrowfield Breeders' Plate. The two-year-olds, the boys are out here, set weights, 1,000 metres, Group 3. Gee whiz, Munns, year after year. Pretty precocious two-year-old. Usually a good one comes out of this race. Yeah, and we might have a new slipper favourite after this because the slipper market's up with tabs. Only $26 the field at the moment. Uh, righto, let's go here. Empire of Japan is our toppy here at $4.40. Flying Trapeze at $7.50. Insane Vault at $61. Legolas, uh, with the blinkers on, didn't carry blinkers in the trial, so that's a gear change, at $31. Mark 10 is a $6 chance. Make a call at 23 Physical Graffiti at $3.60. Snatch Riley at $7. Tarabo is a uh, $6 chance. And the bottom one, uh, which is uh, Fiqua. Uh, a scratching here, and the dedu deduction for it should be around about six cents. But I'll check it for you and, the, and tell you uh, that it is six cents and six cents. I've been doing this too long. Um, pretty good betting race, and it will become an even bigger betting race uh, with everyone taking uh, part in that special promotion from Tab today. Uh, the most popular runner is Snatch Riley. 
and we have bet as much as $15. It was as short as 6.50 earlier today, out to 7. Empire of Japan, uh, well, as much as $8 in the all-in market. It's been 4.40 out to 4.60 into 4.20 and been 4.20, 4.40, 4.24.40 this morning. Third pick is Flying Trapeze, uh, as much as $15 all-in. $11 final field and has firmed every single day. 11 10 8 uh, next pick would be Mark Ten, who since Monday has not moved off a $6 chance. Brad, can you sort a map out for us here? We can try. There looks to be four genuine go-forward horses off their trials. Always a little bit tricky when you're dealing with such limited information. But Taribu and Physical Graffiti, uh, they'll spear forward. And then you've got Flying Trapeze and Mark Ten using their draws to be prominent as well. So 1,000 metres, two-year-old speed, genuine. Yep, I'm leaning to the physical graffiti here. I just like the way he went about his work in his trial. He looked a real professional, did everything right. Time was solid. Um, you know, uh, Avdala rode a couple of others in the trial there. Well, one other, I think he rode Snatch Riley as well. He leans to physical graffiti here, and understandably so. Uh, Empire of Japan, one of the slower trials of the day, but one of the, far, the best final sectionals. Looks good. Um, he might have the right style to get over the top of him here and, and McDonald rode three of these in the trial and he's uh, singled him out as his ride nine, Tarabo. yeah, he's got a smell about him this horse as far as he was a late nom for the trial uh, which suggests he come in a bit later and they weren't expecting him to come to hand so quickly which tells me he's got more improvement to come not being crunched down for those trials and she's a lovely moving horse and Mac 10 high-priced horse Beautiful draw, got quality, got fight, won't be far away. 7195. Very similar numbers for me. I've gone 7815. I've got physical graffiti on top. He looked the pick of the Colts. The time suggested as much. Uh, the second quickest heat of the morning and the fastest of the Colts and, and Gelding. So he was a little pro, wasn't he? He bounced, he settled, he made his own luck, and then he did it all under his own steam. So he's the hardest to beat, as the market does reflect. Snatch Riley, not surprised, there has been a sprinkling of support. For this galloper, it was probably the hidden trial, uh, if there was one, amongst the Colts and Geldings. The last 200 metres was pretty slick, uh, so it was a little bit hidden in terms of the merit of his second. Empire of Japan, number one, uh, not a lot of horses made ground at that round week set, and he came from the back of the field and did exactly that. And five, Mark Ten, he looks a pro himself, uh, he showed good natural speed and he won't be far away. Seven, eight, one and five. Darren Flindella calling all the action for us at Ramwick on the big day. And Darren's with number nine, Tara Bow, to beat five, Mac 10, seven, Physical Graffiti, and one, Empire of Japan. Nine, five, seven, and one for Darren in race one. From the boys to the girls here, Munns, race two, the Keeneland, Jim Crack Stakes, two-year-old fillies, group three, 1,000 metres. Yeah, and just remember Brad's numbers there are 7815. That graphic had different numbers for Brad's uh, third and fourth picks there. Righto, the second here, we've, I'll go with Ak uh, or Akeleys here, but uh, stand to be corrected as a pronunciation, and it's an $18 chance. Blind Date is at $34. We go to Divine Glory as a $14 chance. Just Gisela at $11. Carter Carpi is at $61. Camilla is out. No deduction. Uh, perfect proposal, $2.50. That price makes it favourite. Uh, our next runner is Platinum Jubilee, and it is a $10 chance. 
Um, Queen of the Mile. Now, it's got blinkers added. Uh, didn't carry blinkers in the trial, so that's a gear change. Queen of the Mile, and it is a $31 chance. Rockabilly Rebel is scratching. Six cents a win and eight cents a play. Satin and Silk at $7.50. Sicilian is a $4.60 chance. Sky Artist at $41. And then we've got Winning Run, $126. Miss Belgium, $126. An Outcast Girl, $126. Best supported runner here is Perfect Proposal. Uh, $2.80 in the all-in market. $2.90 final field into $2.50. Has doubled the investment on the second pick, which is Sicilian. Went up $4.50 on Monday. Then went up $6 on Wednesday. It's been 6 into four sixty since then. And it has doubled the investment on the third pick, which is Satin and Silk, who uh, went up $6 and has uh, been as much as 7 and then now out to seven fifty this morning. Imagine these Tullock Lodge fillies. Brad won't be far from the action. Yeah, they look natural speed horses. There's three of those, Sicilian, Platinum, Jubilee and Perfect Proposal. They'll all spear forward. I imagine Divine Glory and Satin Silk use their good draw to just park in behind the speed here. Bigger field for the two-year-old fillies and probably a little bit more tempo up front. Yep, um, the most amazing stat in this race is Gay's never won a gym crack. Um, I think she will today it's because this will be hard. Stat. Yeah, um, this will be hard to beat Platinum Jubilee. Uh, sorry, not Platinum Jubilee, perfect proposal. Uh, she was another one similar to the first horse in the tip, tip in the first race. She's just so switched on and natural, or she appeared it off one look, uh, but I think. Uh, she bounces and gets any luck in that first 100 metres here. She's certainly the horse to beat. Satin and Silk, Tommy Berry would have had a few options here, and I can understand he's gone with her. Look at that beautiful draw. She just stalks, stalks, stalks. She's got good speed, and she does come out of that fast heat as well. Uh, 12 Sicilian is a nice filly as well with McDonald on board. And I'll throw in just Gisello. Slow time, but strong, and overcome difficulties um, winning that trial, so she she might have something with that, you know, that bit of pedigree being by Justify. Miss Belgium's not the worst 150 to 1 chance here. 7, 11, 12 and 4. Yeah, I'm hoping today's the day for Gay as well. Uh, what have we got? Three of the top four here. I've got Gay Waterhouse trained by Adrian Bont and Gay Waterhouse. Well, I've gone 7, 12, 11 and 8, 7. Perfect proposal. Uh, echo everything that you said there, Duff. She looked a professional on debut and she was actually the fastest of the heats and she just made it look all so easy. Uh, she jumped, she led, she did it very, very comfortably in the straight and she wins by two lengths, pretty much untouched. So she looks the real deal and not surprised to see her a firm favourite. 12, Sicilian, bit of a tricky draw, uh, but she too looked very good winning her heat with J-Mac in the saddle who sticks on debut. 11, Satin and Silk does get that stalking position, has to turn the tables on perfect proposal from that heat, uh, but she gets the right setup to do that. And eight platinum jubilee, the best of the rest. Seven, 12, 11, and eight. Okay, the Phillies here, and uh, Darren Flindell goes number seven, perfect proposal to win. Seven to beat 11, satin and silk. 12, Sicilian, and eight platinum jubilees. Seven, 11, 12, and eight for Darren in the second race of the day. Takes us on to race number three here, Muns, the Schweppes Handicap, race three. And we'll have a benchmark 88 over the mile. Yeah, we start with a scratching in Estefanis, and the deduction there is two cents a win and nothing the place. So Hosier at $5.50. Paternal, 41. Wonderful Reary, 34. Carp Fever with the blinkers on at $71. Casino Kid at $6.50. Omudgy 
at $17. Colino is a $5.50 chance. Singapura is out, no deduction. Tamerlane at $7. Blesk is out, two cents a win and nothing the place. Cisco Bay out, no deduction. Mahagoni at $4.20 makes it favourite. And Arnold is a $5.50 chance. Uh, well, the most popular runner here is Mahagoni, but um, it's been 3.70 out to 4.20 this morning. That's an interesting twist out. After it went up $6.50 and was as short as $3.60, and that $3.60 was Thursday. Since so, since Thursday, it's been 3.60 to 4.20, but 3.70 to 4.20 so far this morning. Uh, it's a breath in front of Casino Kid as the most popular runner here and he went up 650 on Wednesday has been as much as nine dollars is 850 into 650 this morning and most popular runner today and they're a fair way ahead of Hosier who's been five out to 550 today and then Arnold uh, who sat five dollars since Wednesday until this morning where he's been five out to 550. Couple of big dance prospects here Brad we heard from Chris Lizelli I suppose Hosier Rolls somewhere near the speed. What's your map looking like? Yeah, he looks the leader. He looks the only designated leader. Uh, Colino won't be far away. He's pretty versatile in terms of where he can settle in the run. Tamerlane just gets a lovely smother, probably on the back of Hosier, and maybe Omudgy can be a touch closer here, Duff. You know, it's a tricky map as far as what, which ones of these back markers may just try and slot in midfield here. So I don't know what Arnold's going to do. Um, I don't know whether he's going to go right back here, but he, does, he is helped by these four scratchings uh, with only 10 runners now. Look, he's, he's looking actually not bad odds at 5.50. Um, I know he's out of his, out of his rating here, but he's um, obviously an improving horse. He's got the SP profile of $1.60, $80, $70. And he was only disappointed if you backed him the other day. I just think he was a little bit one pace there and just maybe ridden a little bit too close. We'll find out today because he's ready for the mile after three 1,400-metre runs. I'll lean his way. Terrified of Hosier. He just might be too good for him. He just might be too good with him for him. I was, I was a little concerned when I heard a young Gibbon say that you know, he's probably settled worse than midfield, but I think maybe he was just um, hadn't looked at the race by then. But uh, happy when Chris saying he'll stride forward here because he might get a picnic. Um, of the others, Tamerlane just gets the A1 spot here if he can ride, if he can run a mile. And Mahagoni, no knock, he's going really well, but this is a different grade. 14, 2, 10 and 13. Yeah, I've seen this race very similar to you, Duff, in that willing to give Arnold another chance just at the odds. Uh, just seems a little bit too generous for a horse that was all the rage only a couple of weeks ago, and all of a sudden he finds himself... A $5.50 chance after being sent around as an odds-on favourite and a very well-backed one at that. Well, he'd start $1.80, $1.70 or something. But he was only beaten half length, all being told. Quite a ride today, 52 kilos on his back. I think it's a nice setup to bounce back, albeit in a race where he's going to find himself giving away a fair head start. But I think he's got the talent to overcome it. To Hosier, he is the map horse, isn't he? He's just going to stride forward. His class, uh, he was sent up to Sydney chasing wet tracks, uh, and he certainly got those. Six Casino Kid stays at the mile for his fourth run in a row, but he's absolutely airborne. Wet track holds no fears, and there is a bit of market confidence around about his chances already. And 13, Mahagoni. No knock on his talent, just a little knock in terms of his price. 14, 2, 6, and 13. And okay. Richard, yeah. just some breaking news, and important breaking news is that Godolphin's just put out a tweet 
that aft cabin has bled from both nostrils oh. and will be pulled out of the... Uh, we won't be seeing him till next year. So uh, he has to come out of that Caulfield Guineas market. Glenn, a $2.50 chance. Yeah, I'm just, I've just sent the email off, Ronnie, so hopefully in the next day or so they'll, uh, <laughs> they'll do that. What a shame. What a yeah, great that's shame. What a, he's, a, he's a good horse. What a... But an amazing run this spring, Godolphin, but that's um, that's not what they were after. What um, throw up Darren Flindell's numbers here for race number three at Ramwick today. I don't know whether we quite did them. And Darren's with number 10 here. Speaking of Godolphin, Tamerlane to beat 14 Arnold, 6 Casino Kid and 13 Mahagoni, 10, 14, 6 and 3 for Darren in race number three. We move on to race four at Ramwick today. And this is the Fujitsu General Hill stakes worth a million dollars these days, Muns. Wait for Rage, group to 1,200 metres. What are we doing with Montefilia? Yeah, we'll probably go a bit longer than 1,200, Richard. I think we'll go 2,000. 2,000. A coffee's just arrived, Muns. I'm just going to yeah. just don't, <laughs> you'll, don't you'll, mind you'll, me. You'll be right now. You'll be right. You should no, be like no. Darren Flindell <laughs> and go to the 7-Eleven. Uh, Darren gets his, uh, uh, apparently, the piece they did on Darren. He, he likes to get to the 7-Eleven and pay a dollar for the coffee. On oh, the, I don't blame him. The good co- the I, I know just where he's going. They're good coffees down there. Is it? Ah. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't drink it at gunpoint. Uh, right, uh, let's have a look here for the Hill Stakes. We've <laughs> the got Padstow Cash- Heights coffee is just tomorrow. the best ever, isn't it? Yeah, well, obviously. Would not at gunpoint. Uh, Don't knock it till you tried it. Coffee. Uh, Don't I you say that? Ri- 33 years ago, Richard, in Greece, and haven't had one since. Didn't agree with you? <laughs> no. no. Might have been the Uzo. You don't have it with Uzo, mate. You have it without Uzo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, indexy. Uh, right, uh, let's have a look at race four. We've got Cascadian. He's got a bit lifter on today, your uh, love child, Richard, Cascadian. And he's $3.10. Numerian at $5.50. Stockman's out because he's running in the Metro. Nine cents a win and nine cents a place. Yonkers is a $17 chance. Elephant with the visor on at $17. Lund Caesar's out. It's running in, uh, it's in Melbourne, I think, isn't it? Yeah, two cents yep. a win and two cents a place. Kiss the Bride, third Saturday in a row for it at $31. And Montefilia is a $1.90 chance. Once again, they've had a little play with the market here. Montefilia went up $1.80. Well, that was at 6 o'clock this morning. Got into $1.75. Now it's out to $1.90. In the same period of time, Cascadian's been $3.30, $3.23, Numerian's been $5 to $5.50. Yonkers has been 21 to 17. Elephant's been 23 to 17. And Kiss the Bride's been 41 to 31. So uh, the favourite's getting out, uh, the second favourite firming up. But uh, money-wise, it is Montefilia here. She's half the money invested on the race. And she's half the money invested um, today. Does that make her a category for lay of the day? We'll find it after 11 o'clock, I'd, I'd imagine, with Timmy Ryan, I suppose. And uh, Brad, six runners here. They'll have their chance to find their spots for sure. They will. I've got Kiss the Bride leading, uh, as Munn's reference. Third week in a row, he backs up, so he's a very fit racehorse now. I think he'll be the one spearing forward. New Merion isn't far away. Elephant did lead the naturalism last start. He probably just parks in behind the speed, and that potentially leaves one out, one back for Montefilia. Yep, and I think she'll win. Um, second up form's great. She did enough first up. Wet track plays into her hands. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't get away from her at all. Um, I think, geez, I thought the one that had firm around her would be more so Numerian than Cascadian. He's got out to big odds at 5.50 here. He's an underrated horse with racing style. He's had a tick-over trial since the Chelmsford, and he's set to run boldly again. 
Um, Cascadian, yep, no no knock, sets up well off two Group 1 runs. Um, loves it wet. Just just the 2,000 metres has me a little concerned. Um, he's won at 1,800, but 2,000, is he's up a range there. And I'll, I'll throw in um, four Yonkers who who's set to pick up a little bit of prize money here. 8, 2, 1 and 4. 8, 2, 1 and 7 for me. So this is four races in and we've found the same horses. What could mm. possibly go wrong? Easy games, this, isn't it? <laughs> so Montefilia on top. Uh, she picks herself. Odds on. I would have thought ninety is getting to a backable price, dare I suggest. Uh, what she did second up last preparation, she absolutely belted very elegant. 2,000 metres, heavy track. So a repeat of that off a very similar first up run there behind Animo that turned into a bit of a sprint home. Uh, she's mighty hard to beat here. Two, New Marion. He's a little bit underrated, and I like the way that he's going at the moment. Just took a few runs to find his feet in Australia, but Annabelle Neesham, reportedly very happy with this galloper, has said that all along, and he put the writing on the wall there first up in the Chelmsford, that he can bounce off that. One Cascadian, uh, Echo Duff's thoughts in that I think he's a miler that stretches to 2,000 metres, so you factor in the heavy track on top of that, and he just might be a little bit suspect that last little bit. And seven, kiss the bride. Uh, no fitter horse in the race. Eight, two, one, and seven. Race four here, Ramwick today, looking at uh, Darren's numbers. He's with number two, Numerian, to cause a little minor upset here. It's um, two, Numerian, to beat eight, Montefilia, one, Cascadian, and seven, Kiss the Bride. Two, eight, one, and seven for Darren in race number four. Moving on to race five now, and uh, we go to a good little listed race here, the Drinkwise Dulcify Stakes for a race five on the day here. Munns racing for a quarter of a million dollars, three-year-old set weights listed at the mile. Aaron Williamsburg is our number one saddlecloth holder here as a $4.40 chance. Flag of Honour at $3.90. Owen County at $16. Communist, our favourite, at $3.50. Atmosphere, a $21 pop. Conqueror with a tongue tie on today at $10. Linderman is a $34 chance. Scientist at $10. Extreme Freedom at $34. Ain't He Grand with the stay and chain coming off at $26. Makalu out no deduction. Stroke of Luck, Reese Jones, your rider there, if he didn't have it, at $51. Bring the Boomers out no deduction. And Pavitra out no deduction. She runs a little bit later. Uh, most popular runner here is Communist. Uh, $3.80 into $3.50 this morning, after as much as $15 was put up about it at the start of the week. Uh, it's got about 50% more on it than Flag of Honour who's the second pick. Uh, he was 440 yesterday, uh, 390 today, but he was 390 on Thursday. So in the last three days, he's been 390 out to 440, back to 390. And f uh, next pick would be Phillipsburg, who's been steady at the 440 today after he went up the favourite at $3.60 on Wednesday. Okay, look at the speed map and our, our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers. If you tune into Central, you can look at the racing and sports speed map. And a bit of read on that map there. Brad Scientist, uh, Atmosphere, ain't he grand extreme freedom? So maybe a bit of tempo here, so racing and sports. Yeah, maybe the first couple hundred metres. So I'll be looking for their spots once they find them. I think there will be the chance for them to back off a touch. But extreme freedom, freedom I think, makes a play for the front. Uh, how aggressive they want to be on Scientist. To cross him, I guess, remains to be seen. Communists can just park in behind the speed somewhere. The same can be said for atmosphere. And Ain't He Green is another one. We'll just park in behind this tempo, Duff. Yeah, this is an interesting race. Um, also, the future of, you know, when we get to the 2000, this is the 2000 lead-up. Look, I know he's 
five kilos worse off for finishing alongside Williamsburg the other day, flag of honour, but I just think he's got upside. He was eight weeks between runs. He appears to be crying out for the mile, and I think he's a really nice horse. Uh, lean his way. Um, geez, he's getting out to a price where he's nearly a bet here. Um, conqueror. Um, well, like, there's, there's hardly any evidence that his first two runs back. He was just too keen at the 1,400 first up when he was dragged back against the older horses, and he never got balanced at all the other day. Um, so, wow, $10 and better. Um, <laughs> I think that's a little bit ridiculous. I get it. Uh, the weights and measures are all in favour of Williamsburg here, and he's a, he's got a terrific heavy track form. He's two runs at the track and distance are great, so he's quite likeable. The one I don't get is is communist. Um, Three dollars fifty. I know he's a horse heading in the right directions, and money speaks all languages. Um, so yeah, maybe I've just undersold him a little bit, but he he has been pretty good uh, in his first racing preparation, putting three wins on the board. We'll see how good he really is today. But um, two on top for me. Six is getting out to ridiculous odds. Two, six, one, and four. Yeah, I'm going with the Ming Dynasty form as well here. One, two, six, and three. One Williamsburg on top. Now we'll have a good look at the first four races in terms of where these winners are coming from because Williamsburg is going to find himself right at the tail of the field. So that's a little knock in itself. But if they are running on and coming down the middle of the track, uh, that's an extra tick in his favour. So the fact that he comes back to set weights, that's the biggest bonus for him, isn't it? Giving away five, six kilos there at his last couple, all of a sudden... 56 and a half and he's beautifully placed so i think this is the time we can jump on the williamsburg bandwagon two flag of honor uh the case for him to match it or at least bet better williamsburg is the fact that he maps to settle a couple of pairs closer and he was eight weeks between runs there last time out so he's got improvement six conqueror agree 100 percent. he's the one that the market has completely brushed probably a little bit unfairly he hasn't really had much go his way this time back and i think today's the setup where we can potentially see his best and three owen county might just produce a little sneaky uh, spring champion trial here. One, two, six, and three. Well, I just threw him in there. Brabus and a bit of uh, Owen County at the midweekers, and he's, still, he's working up to something, we think. Yeah. Well, he was a bit disappointing first up. He didn't really fire a shot there, but second up, when he was doing his best work through the line there behind quality time, suggests that he's right back in the mix. Williamsburg for Darren. Number one, Williamsburg to beat two flag of honour. Three, Owen County appears there, and number six, Conqueror. $9.50 on that graphic. Someone's watching. One, ten, uh, one, two, three, and six. One, two, three, and six. Yeah, pretty hard to believe those graphics this morning. Mm. I just I wouldn't even put up Brad's tips. They, they had atmosphere, a special for him on the screen there. It's a, that's completely. Make sure you claim it. That's uh, right. <laughs> someone take a screen grab just in case. I've done it before. I've done it before. Uh, <laughs> Remlin's got into the system there. Jeez, um, the, boys, the boys are the great tip-off. They'll be. They, they won't know what's going on. They won't know what Brad's tipping. <laughs> uh, let's get on to race six. First of the group ones at Ramwick today is the Dali Flight Stakes. Great honour all the fillies here and uh, the girls. Group one, three-year-old fillies set weights at the mile and Munns all ten fillies will face the starter here. Yeah, starting with the Golden Slipper winner in Fireburn who is a $2.50 favourite. She's Extreme, who lowered her colours in the Champagne Stakes over this distance at $6. Zoo Gotcha, looking for three wins in a row, this time in at $3.30. North Star Lass is a $13 chance. Wolverine at $8.50. Madame Pomery at $12.00. 
Pavitra. They'll have to get to the races early, Richard and Will here, because the blinkers are going on, the cross nose band's going on, the earmuffs pre-race are going on, and synthetic hoof fill has gone on as well. And it's a $51 chance. Renaissance Woman at $61. Byron Bell at 101 and Whisker to Whisker is a $126 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is Fireburn. Well, some gremlins must have got in the system on Thursday night because it went 250 into 215. Uh, it's back to 250 now, where it rightfully should be. Has more than doubled the investment on Zugotcha, uh, who was 330 into 310 earlier this morning, back to 330 now, and they're a very, very long way ahead of the rest. The map here for the flight, Brad. I think Pavitra is your likely leader here, dare I suggest. Uh, she's been pretty good there the last couple from that position, and she did win over the 1,800 metres two back, so I'd suggest that that ensures a pretty genuine tempo because they won't want this to turn into a sit sprint, the roughie. So North Star Lass, uh, we know her go. Spearforge, she'll make her own luck as well. Zoo Gotcha takes a trailing position. I think she's extreme, can probably be a pair closer out to the mile now. Of course, she won the Champagne from in front, and Wolverine uh, just parks up that bit closer too from Barrier 1. Yep, I like the way you look at the map there. I think Pavitra will roll forward pretty hard as well with her, with her strength. Uh, mm. Probably all depends how the track's playing by race six. Look, I look, I have to be with the overs here, and I think the overs is Wolverine. She's got a sense of timing about her, up to the mile at the right time. She hit the line better than anything in the T-rows. She still had improvement to come, and I'm getting $8.50. Um, yep, she'll do me. Um, I know it's a terrific race with uh, some competitive dangers here, including She's Extreme, who I want to forgive in the Golden Rose. Miles, uh, Golden Rose. She was just off balance there, and, and uh, probably when she got a rev and she was between runners, and she just didn't conserve enough energy. But she's third up at home, back to the scene of the crime, and I think she's a huge danger. You can't knock Zugotcha. She's got class. But has she got um, strength? We'll find out today as far as the mile's concerned. No knock in the wide, wide world with Fireburn, um, except the $2.50. Um, she's crying out for the mile, and the wet plays right into her hands. So, uh, look, she's got a terrific hope. But against this lot, it's uh, it's not as cut and dried as that. Uh, Madame Pommer is the other one. Five, two, three, and one, but I think $8.50 is acceptable. And one, three, six, and two, one, Fireburn on top. Here's another one we're going to have to monitor to see how this track is playing because from that draw, uh, she's probably got no other choice but to go back and attempt to run on, but nobody uh, missed her run there in the Golden Rose. It was an absolute cracker. Seven days later, here she is, wet track, mile back to the Phillies. A lovely setup for her to go a couple better. Seven, Zoo Gotcha. She's a hard filly to knock. Um, she was in for the fight there last time out when Madame Pomery came up and headed her and she was winning or running running away on the line, if anything. So I think the mile is fine for her and she just parks in behind the speed and gets her chance to make it three on the trot. Six, Madame Pomery, if you like. So gotcha, you've got to make a case for her and she's probably a little bit overs there at the $12 given what she did there alongside Zoo Gotcha last time out and two, she's extreme. One, three, six and two. Ronnie, should we be, should we totally be forgetting about North Star Lass and Renaissance Woman? I think we expect to run a bit of a race as well. Those two we haven't talked about. Yeah, look, North Star Lass is a really tough competitor who rides the speed, likes it wet, but uh, I just... I feel she's had a few favours go her way of late, and these other fillies, although early on, after the Silver Shadow, I was saying, oh, wait till this filly gets to the mile, she rides mm. the speed, she looks strong. So no knock to her supporters, but I think you're on the ball with Renaissance Woman. She was only beaten less than four lengths the other day, and she 
is a very, very strong filly who's going to put in a... Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if she's in a few black books after today. So look at uh, Darren Flindell's numbers for the flight stakes. Might throw them up for our central viewers. Five Wolverine to win the flight for Darren. To beat one Fireburn, two Shears Extreme and three Zoo Gotcha. Five, one, two and three for Darren in the first of our group ones. 24 hour fold cover for 24 day peace or 24 hours a day peace of mind. No excess on life-saving surgery claims, agreed value, fall rate guarantee, and the optional extended fold policy until the 2024 yearling sales, all with guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Wayne and Dean, great sponsors of our show here, Racing HQ Saturday. A short break, then back with the Randwick Quaddy. Lano, it's a long weekend. Do you know what that means? Yes, Mum, Labor Day. Celebrating the eight-hour working day. I'll celebrate if you work eight hours. I am, Mum. It's our long weekend sale at Bingley. Four days of great deals on fridges, ovens, blenders, washers and dryers, TVs, audio, tech, you name it. You're working all four days? Uh, did I mention we have fridges and ovens? I knew it. The Bingley long weekend sale. Four days of great deals. Three days of Lionel. Bingley. Better living every day. The days are getting longer, the nights are getting warmer. Spring racing has arrived. This year, Queensland takes centre stage for six thrilling weeks of spring racing action. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Introducing the Drive Car of the Year, the Kia Sportage. Awarded for its new turbo engine that gives you progressive performance. The Kia Sportage has a boldly sculpted sportsback design and soft touch leather interior, making it a natural leader. Kia Sportage, the drive car of the year. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Don't miss a game of the NBL season on KO with the biggest stars returning to the court from October 1. NBA star Aaron Baines begins his NBL journey. Perth Wildcats three-time MVP Bryce Cotton looks to dominate. And Sydney Kings grand final hero Xavier Cooks will be looking to repeat this season. Watch every game of your team live on ESPN on KO. Head to kosports.com.au to start your free trial today. With over 450 winning graduates since 2016, the English Ready to Race sale continues to be the best source of success of its kind in Australia. The 2022 edition is at Riverside on Tuesday, October 11. Catalogues available now at english.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. About uh, 20 minutes to nine. You've joined at a good time. Let's dive into race seven at Ramwick this afternoon. 25 minutes past three. The Bisley Workwear Premier Stakes here. Munns a million dollars up for grabs. A tab Everest lead up. Group two, 1,200 metres. 
Yeah, and our toppy here is Lost and Running. You might want to celebrate at the new Lost and Running Hotel. Now in the corner of Allison Road and Avoca Street at Ramwick, the old coach and horses has been renamed the Lost and Running Hotel up until Everest Day. And uh, Lost and Running today, the tab's representative in the tab Everest, is a $2.30 favourite here for the Premier Stakes. Mars Crusader at $11. Marzu, his pacifiers go back on today, and he's a $3.30 chance. Apache Chase, Desley's down in Sydney at $19. Special K or Kementari as he races under at $11. Overpass is a $6 chance. Private Eye is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Athelric is out. One cent a win and nothing the place. Shelby 66 at $41. Prime Candidate at $71. Brutality with the blinkers off at $81. And It's Me is a scratching three cents a win and three cents a place. Uh, most popular runner here is Marzu. Uh, he's exactly a third of the total investment on the race. And he's 340 into 330 this morning after we have bet as much as $4.80 about him this week. Uh, he is just under double the investment of Lost and Running, who's been 225 out to 230 this morning. And they are a long way ahead of the third pick, which is Masked Crusader, who's 10 out to 11 today. These favourites, Brad, should just get lovely runs, you would think. Yes, they'll get every possible chance, those being Mazu and Lost and Running. Up the top end, we'll have Prime Candidate likely finding the front. That's his go. The speedy Queenslander Apache Chase and Overpass. Whether Overpass sits outside of Prime Candidate or whether that role is left to Apache Chase, I guess they'll work themselves out there. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Overpass just take a trail in behind here. Ronnie. Last time we said that it was cut and dry. Um, remember that race, Mr Mozart and Ellsberg? <laughs> um, but it does look like they get beautiful runs on the map. I think one of them will win. Uh, lost and running for me. I just think he was terrific uh, wandering out into that middle part of the track there the other day. He was excellent with improvement to come. He's a massive improver, uh, Mazu, with his gear back on and barrier one if the fence is holding up. Six overpass. I must say, he did fight hard the other day after doing more work than the others. And I'll throw in two Mars Crusader. Probably the run he has to have. Uh, but don't sell him short if we get to, you know, a seven or a little bit better. Um, he is a big, big improver. I'm going with the Everest horses. One, three, six, and two. One, three, six, and two. Yep, play it for me. The same numbers. Lost and running. He was outstanding. Nobody missed his run there. First up in the shorts, covered ground, kept finding the line. He can only improve off that, which makes him very dangerous. Now, working off limited information as far as whether he'll handle a heavy, uh, but off what we've got, it should be okay. Three, Marzu, no such query with him. I, exp I imagine that's why all the support has come for him, is that his heavy track stats speak for themselves, and he too covered a bit of ground there last time out in the shorts, suggesting that He's bang on target. Six, overpass. Does he have as much improvement in him as the likes of Lost and Running and Marzu? Uh, that's a little gamble in itself because he was there to make a bit of a statement and he did exactly that. Job done. He's into the tub Everest. And two, Mars Crusader will be running on at the finish. But as Duff referenced, he'll probably want it on the drier side. One, three, six, and two. Okay, looking at the numbers here. Uh, Darren Flindell, he's with number one here. Lost and Running in the Premier. Lost and Running to beat three, Marzu. Five, Kementari, and six, Overpass. One, three, five, and six for Darren in race number seven. Race eight is the Tab Epsom over the famous Ramwick Mile here. The racing for $1.5 million, Muns, at Group 1 level, as we know. Yes, and top-ranked here 
is a $4.20 chance. We have Converge as a scratching, three cents a win and two cents a place. Ellsberg at $21. Nimalee on the backup from winning last Saturday at $14. Ice Bath, the $3.50 favourite. Fangirl at $11. Cuckoo is at $26. Hinged at $4.20. Crosstalk is a $7 chance. Character is out two cents a win and nothing to place. Papali at $61. And War Eternal is a $26 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is Ice Bath, and she's very popular this morning. She's half the money invested on the race this morning. She's a third of the money invested on the race overall. And more importantly, uh, she's $4.20 to $3.50 this morning. Uh, that you know, you can take into account the scratching of Converge, but she was still $3.90 after Converge came out. So that's a significant firm this morning in a big race. Hinged was favourite earlier this morning at $3.70 is now out a half point to be equal second pick with top ranked uh, at $4.20 and that is the order of Putter's investments so far in the Tab Epsom. Brad, I sat down next to you at the races on Wednesday. I said, g'day Brad, what's happening? And all you said back to me was crosstalk. I said, no, I didn't ask you about <laughs> the Epsom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That feels like a lifetime ago now, doing speed bumps about 10 days beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the leader, isn't he? So he's going to take running down. As far as other contenders, I think Karen McAvoy's positive on Hinged in the early stages, knowing that Regan Bayless is going to come across on Nimalee and give him probably cover, and she'll ultimately find the one-out one back. They will ride Nimalee tough because that's how she, she does her best racing. Uh, she's just a bulldog, isn't she? Ellsberg, yes, he can make his own luck, but I think... Give him a little question mark in terms of him running a strong mile. They'd be prepared just to take a sit in behind the speed. And War Eternal uses that low draw to just to park up in behind here, Duff. Intriguing race. I know we only got 10 runners, uh, but intriguing race. Most of these will have support, and it's an opinion race. We all know these horses, and we can talk about them. I think the track, the way the track's playing has a big say into the result of this race. So at this stage, I'm with top ranked. I think he's a very good colt. He's. He, I thought he was terrific winning the Bill Ritchie, appearing to be... Well, he's hard to read because he's such a big, heavy horse, but he was no way in the world wound right, crunched down for that race, and a mile is his best distance. So I think he should be in the finish here. Hinged. Yep, uh, the wet set up for her nicely here with no weight. Ice bath, I get it, yeah. She has to be hard to beat just with all the stats in the world except a recent win. And Nimalee's the one that's getting out to ridiculous odds on a backup. Testing tracks, backup horses, we all know that. And we know how courageous she, she is, and she never lies down. To think, to think that, um, you know, I was coming into this only 10 days or two weeks ago, I was thinking, there's a moral in this Epsom, fangirl. There's an absolute moral in this Epsom. And, uh, well, two weeks ago, and um, she's had the SP profile and the and the hype about her way overhinged all the way through. Is it just because of the wet track that she's you know uh, getting out, going to get out to a thirteen or fourteen dollar chance here? I don't know. Um, it's not as if she's been hopeless in it. Anyway, it's uh, it's one of those races, and if it's if the leaders are winning, I get it with cross talk, but just has to finish off the last bit. One eight five four. Yeah, I'm with that Bill Ritchie form as well. Uh, but I've gone the way of crosstalk, 9, 5, 1 and 4. Catch me if you can, 51 kilos. He loves it wet and with no other designated leader in the race, I think he gets his chance to potentially skip clear at the top of the straight and prove very hard to chase down. The Bill Ritchie has produced the last three winners 
of the Epsom, including the Cornella last year. Five, Ice Bath. She deserves it. If I'm going to be knocked off by a horse, uh, I'd like it to be Ice Bath because she's been knocking on the door at Group 1 level for a long time now. And she gets the perfect setup now. Uh, one top-ranked, he's the class runner in the race, can only improve on what he did there last time out. And four, Nimalee. I want to put her in. Uh, I was saying on Formline on Thursday that you look at her head-to-head record with, with Ice Bath. <laughs> it's very good. They've clashed five times, and Nimalee's beaten her home in four of them. So all of a sudden, she's nearing $15, which does seem a shade of overs. Nine, five, one, and four. Okay, hopefully uh, throwing Darren Flindell's numbers up there for this race. Um, race at the Epsom. Top-ranked, a good thing. One top-ranked, a special for Darren to beat five Ice Bath, eight hinged, and four Nimalee. One, five, eight, and four for Darren in race eight, the tab Epsom at five minutes past four, if you're out and about doing other things this afternoon. At a quarter to five this afternoon, we'll have race nine at Ramwick, the Furphy Metropolitan, a group one over the mile and a half year Munns, worth a lazy three quarters of a million dollars. Aaron Stockman, who was scratched from the the Hill Stakes earlier in the day, <coughs> to run here is a $7.50 chance. We've got Ladon de V at $6. Kukaracha at $41. Arapaho is a $14 chance. Mankayan with a tongue tie on, got his tongue over the bit at Newcastle. It's a $10 chance. No compromise at $8. Durston, our favourite, at $3.30. Sacramento at $34. Surefire is out. Runs in Melbourne. Six cents a win at seven cents a place. Realm of Flowers at 23 Grove Ferry, another horse on the back up from winning last Saturday. It's an $8.50 chance. Cariff at $51. Francesco Guardi out, no deduction. Chalk Stream out, uh, the deduction there, two cents a win and one cent the place. And Hammer On is a $14 chance. Well, this is the market that's been up since the field came out on Tuesday. And the most popular runner, uh, 22% of the money, Stockman, uh, has uh, 50% more than the second pick, which is Durston. And he's 3.30 into 3.10, back to 3.30 this morning. Uh, LaDonda V is third pick. And fourth pick would be Grove Ferry just in front of Hammeron, who went up $51 on Tuesday. How do they sort themselves out in the Metrop here, Brad? You've got Grove Ferry and Sacramento, the two logical go-forward horses, trained by Gay and Adrian there. I think Mankayan has to be positive from the wide gate. We did see Cariff uh, lead up the Newcastle Cup last time out. Uh, his best go is to get on speed and, and grind away. We know these are genuine staying type, and I expect Hammeron to be significantly closer than what we saw from seven days ago. Yeah, Duff. yeah it's an intriguing race, a good betting race, I must say. I'm having, I've had, I'm having two bets here. Well, I've had two, I've had two bets. Um, I'm, I like six and fifteen. Uh, no compromise on top. He's just um, gets too many ticks. You know, he's a track and distance, uh, the wet track, no weight, the map, and um, just he's foolproof. He just doesn't run bad. And I think he'll, he can't do anything bar run well. Uh, to think they went up $51 hammer on um, on Wednesday is ridiculous. Uh, he's right price now, but I know it's hard to rec- recommend benchmark 77 horse, but I'd like what he did the other day in that 88, and he just didn't have any nothing went his way. And he's got a, a real little knockout chance here, uh, especially on a wet track. That's where his best form is. No knock on Durston except uh, that the wet, the heavy track is a query with him. I'm not saying he won't handle it. The soft has been okay for him, but he's just never been on it. And when you're taking $3.30, you want a little bit more going your way. Plus, he's not the easiest horse to ride, although he's you know he's a great rider as stay as Karen. And Stockman, he's just a tough nut. 
he's had the perfect prep. Eyes have been on the prize, and he's certainly got a good hope. Now, there's other chances. It's I reckon it's a good matchup, uh, but I like six and fifteen, six, fifteen, seven and one. I'm going with the two class runners <clears throat> up top here. I've gone two, one, seven and fifteen. Two, Ladon De V. I like the setup for him. This has always been his target all the way through. He's a very good wet tracker. We saw that in the Caloundra Cup at the Sunny Coast where he bowed through the heavy 10 to put a gap on Arapaho. That form ties in here. We have seen him since in the Premier's Cup, but he was just there for a look. That was the run he had to have. The bridging run, a uh, little trial since. and I think nice and fresh is generally his go, so he's mighty hard to beat, and the market has reacted accordingly with James McDonald in the saddle. One, Stockman, well, he's just enjoyed a perfect preparation. As the absolutely faultless. He's running the Kingston Town a couple of weeks ago was screaming that he wants 2,400 metres, gets that, heavy track, gets that. So no excuses as far as his chances go. Seven, Durston, I tend to agree with Duff in that the only real knock is just the price in what is a pretty competitive race. But he's up and going now, his tail's in the air, and if he does get through the conditions, uh, he, of course, is hard to beat. And 15, Hammeron, I found a spot for him as well. 51 kilos, a horse with a turn of foot. That does make him dangerous despite his benchmark rating. Two, one, seven, and 15. Okay, Darren's numbers for the Metropolitan Handicap. Seven, Durston to beat six, no compromise. One, Stockman and two, Ladon de V. Seven, six, one and two. What a good race that's going to be. Tenth and last we go to now. Munns, 25 minutes past five for the Cleanaway Handicap. We'll finish off with a good benchmark 94 here at the 1,200 metres. Yeah, and starting with Rustic Steel here, one of two runners for Chris Lees. It's a $9.50 chance. Oh, President, uh, the cross nose band goes on today and the earmuffs go on. How's he going to race today at $13? Remark is a $4 chance. Soldier of Love resuming at $81. Steely resuming at $11. Cliff's Art resuming at $34. Cole Crusher resuming and the blinkers off at $9. Kinlock is a $19 chance. Mao Tai is out, five cents a win and six cents a place. Zushak at $13. Bacchanalia, $2.70 in favourite. Shazzy is out, six cents a win and seven cents a place. And Mana Nui, a $26 chance. Uh, about 40% of the money here on Bacchanalia, two ninety into two seventy. So far this morning, after it was three ten. Uh, on Thursday, as much as $5 bet about it in first markets here. It is more than double, in fact. It is uh, three and a half times as popular as the second pick, which is Coal Crusher. Third pick would be Zushak. So the two stable mates there. And then not a great deal between Steely, uh, Rustic Steel, and O President. How's the tempo in the last, Brad? Yeah, they haven't missed Bacchanalia, have they? Uh, he'll get his chance just parking in behind the speed. Tempo is pretty good here, depending on how aggressive they want to be with O President uh, this time. So he's been back to the trials since he went way too keen there. First up, back to 1,200 metres. He can have the front if he wants to, but I think he can have a sit too if they want to let Zushak roll across and the stalemate. Cole Crusher has got speed as well from that wide draw duff. Yeah, interesting. He is very short now, considering they assessed him at $5 on Wednesday. Um... And we were thinking that maybe Remark had come out. So, uh, look, I think he's a go-to horse here because of the wet track, the draw, the jockey booking, uh, the 1,200 metres now. Um, yeah, yeah, look, I think he's a really good chance. It's not as if he's unbeatable. There's, there's, there's dangers galore around him. There's ifs and buts and whatever. Uh, back and earlier on top. Oh, President, you know, he, he started $4.20, but 
same price as top rank the other day, and you have to forgive him and what happened. We all saw what happened. And he's been back to the trials, and he's inside draw to get a little bit of a smother here. You know, you never know. He, he, it might be a, a dancing Bjorn come the last again. Uh, five, Steely. I'm interested if there's any support for Steely, uh, even though he's look, he's kept firming all week. Uh, he, I like the way he surged through the line in his trial, and just one trial may may have him fresh enough for 1200. And he look, he did start favourite in Avilius uh, last preparation. Ten, uh, Zushak. I like what he did first up, and look, I was. I have to include Remark now. There's not enough evidence to say that he won't handle a wet. He's only run the heavy. Went. Remember, he bolted in front when Shelby sixty six in the McCartan, and that was when he was a colt. So their decision to run him uh, interests me a little bit. Eleven two five ten. Uh, it's a, a bit of a head scratcher now. Yeah, 11, 7, 10 and 3 for me, Barkanalia on top as well. I didn't expect we'd be having to chime in at $2.60, but he gets a lovely setup. Um, I can see why he has been well supported. You look at his first up form there, uh, he's never won first up, he's never won on a good track. So what he did there a couple of weeks ago, you can be very forgiving about that. Uh, he sets up really well to bounce back, he, he loves getting his toe into the ground, he's Second up record reads really well. Seven, Coal Crusher, uh, he was an unassuming kind of galloper going into last campaign, but Nobody's missed him now. Uh, he won four of his five starts. He's won five from five with Glynn in the saddle. He's trialled as well as he tends to trial ahead of his return. And sounds like there's a bit of confidence about him being raring to go here first up. The stalemate Zushak might be half a run short still. And he might want 1,400 metres. But what he did there first up suggests that he's returned particularly well. And three remark, best of the rest. 11, 7, 10 and 3. Numbers for Darren in the 10th and last. 11, Bacchanalia to beat 5, Steely, 2, O President, and 7, Cole Crusher. 11, 5, 2, and 7. Ron, best bets value on a great day of racing at Ramwick, please. Uh, just the value bet for me today is race 6, number 5, Wolverine. I think she's terrific odds. Um, I was going to tip Montefiore the best, but um, I'm just not... I've got to stick to the rules. If they're odds on, you you can like them, but uh, people can work it out for themselves that they want to take that shorter price. But Wolverine, the best value to, for me, race six, number five. Good on you, Ronnie. We'll let you get to the races. Speak next Saturday, I think. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Ron Duffy on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Preview not too far away. Brad, your best and value for the day, please. Yeah, we'll save the best to last. Race 10, number 11, Barcanalia. And if, like me, you haven't backed him yet, we'll just wait and hopefully we'll get better than the $2.70 at the moment. But he goes in as the best bet. Best value comes up in the Epsom. Race 8, number 9, Crosstalk was carved up in front there in the Bill Ritchie, and he's a beautiful place to bounce back. Good on you, Brad. We'll speak during the week. Good man. Thanks, guys. 9 o'clock, Muns. We have to get out of here shortly, but um, punters, away you go for Epsom Day. Yeah, so uh, the gates are open. Uh, well, they've been open some some of these races, Richard, since Tuesday. But uh, time to bet. Don't forget that promotion. Races 1 and 2 at Randwick, Flemington and Eagle Farm. Place a win bet via your tab account, either through the new and updated tab app or online at tab.com.au. And your horse doesn't win no matter where it runs. You'll qualify for a bonus bet of up to $50 there. And the Jockey's Challenge, J-Mac, the $1.40 favourite. Uh, the Huey at 6, Tommy Berry at 8, Karen McAvoy, 
13, Jason Collett 21, any other jockey 26, Rachel King 34 and Sam Clipperton at 61. You mentioned it before but we'll pick up coverage of Wagga. Today only six races there at Wagga. They'll slot into uh, the times of Kembla Grange but uh, we'll have four races run at Eagle Farm for example before we have race number one at Wagga. Good on you Munns. A break. A minute past nine. Racing HQ on the other side. The Turnbull Stakes Day preview with Dean Lester and Mark Hunter.